What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Friday, January 12th, 2018. You guys are listening to episode 339. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. hope everybody uh, had a good time in between shows. And um, I was going to have a guest on the show this week, but I forgot that I had court far away because I was fighting these tickets. My dog is in the background biting his squeezy toy, running around like a lunatic, because when I came back from court, I realized that he was locked He was locked in a bedroom by accident. I think he went to open the door. He closed the door on himself this morning, and I came home to him weeping. Um, but anyways, so uh, yeah, I was going to have a guest this week, but I actually had to. I was going to do the show yesterday, had to get home because I had to be out of my house at 5.40 this morning to drive two and a half hours to Saratoga, New York to fight two two tickets that have been going on and lingering now for about, um, you know, I don't know, eight months, almost a year, you know, just postponed. And uh, I, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a really awesome story about going to court and the court shit that happened today. And, um, you know, a lot of stuff to talk about on the show. A lot of stuff going on in sports, NFL playoffs. We got, um, you know, some stuff with the, with the Knicks. We got my unacceptable. Uh, we'll see what an unacceptables you guys have for the show. And uh, a lot of stuff to um, to talk about. So not going to spend too much time on. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on unacceptables again this week, guys. Just because um, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. Because the next couple of weeks, I am going to have guests. Going to have guests. Also, thank you guys for the Patreon subscri- uh, subscriptions. There were um, two other Patreons that were added uh, last week. One of the best. Um, Ones that we did was, uh, you guys heard me and Giannis, but me and Giannis did one uh, recently, which is getting insane reviews. It was one of the best podcasts. We had such a great time. So check that out if you subscribe. But I have a great show, great stories for you guys on the regular TVE. So sit back, relax, wherever you may be, and uh, away we go here. Uh, But first, let's shout out the sponsor, shall we? Shall we do that? Yes. Uh, The Verzi Effect podcast is... Sponsored by Chassis, everybody. You guys know it and you love it. You know it's one of my favorite products. Chassis Premium Body Powder, which has a Hydro Shield technology to keep you um, basically protected and dry all day against sweat, chafing, and odor. Uh, It contains zero talc. It contains no aluminum, no parabens, no menthol. Uh, You just put it down there on your balls and thank me later. You will have the freshest balls around. In all seriousness, one bottle goes a long way, guys. All right, one bottle of this powder could last you up to three to four months if you use it, and even if you use it rather every single day, which I do. Um, so it's uh, it's a great product. Where can you get chassis? Well, funny you ask. You can get chassis at uh, chassisformen.com. Okay, you can get their um, extreme cream which is an amazing product. You could uh, obviously get their um, the premium powder, which you have, they have scented and unscented, and you could get the shower primer. You could get that all at chassisformen.com, or you could buy it um, on amazon.com. Okay, and uh, they don't call it man care for down there for no reason. Um, I will never, ever get out of the shower and not put this powder on my balls. And everybody that's touched it, um, actually, I want to do a contest with it too. I want to do something with it. I'm going to think about something in the next coming weeks, but I want to do a contest um, with with chassis, okay, with a bottle of chassis for a fan. So, uh, so how about this? It'll be the bottle of chassis on me that I have, okay. I will buy you the bottle of chassis. Let's do a contest. What should the contest be for a bottle of chassis? Um. Writing in, writing in, what should we do? Writing in a joke? No, not writing. I'm going to think about it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to think about something I can do with you guys. And then the winner, you send the address, you send your stuff over, and I will send you a signed poster, a signed Verzi Effect poster, and a bottle of chassis. Okay? How about that? We will do a contest. 
We'll do a contest this quarter, the first quarter, but we'll do it soon. So I'm going to come up with what the idea is, okay? Just so you got just just so whoever comes through with this and wins can see. Okay, you all should buy this thing, but I'm going to do a contest. All right, I want to do a contest for somebody to get a bottle of chassis. Okay? Um, you know, if you've never put any powder down there and you want to see what the hell is this guy raving about, um, I will change your life and balls forever. And your significant other will thank me when they are rolling your powdered balls in their hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send somebody a bottle of chassis um, and, uh, and, and, a, and a signed poster. Maybe we'll do something like that. Uh, I got to think about what the contest is. How about that? Why don't you guys let me know what you think the contest should be? Should it be a joke? Should it be a, um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to think about it though. All right. But check out chassis from, uh, chassis from men.com and get it at, um, on that and Amazon, uh, as well. Also city living dog guys, check out city living dog and all of coach Mike's amazing videos on YouTube. And uh, all of his social media platforms. An amazing dog trainer who's helped myself. And Verzi Effect listeners alike. And all things comedy, guys. Go to all things comedy. For the best podcasts. The best comedy albums. Okay? The best comedy content. And a huge, I repeat, huge announcement is coming out of the all things comedy camp soon. Huge. I repeat, a big announcement from all things comedy. Uh, is coming very soon. Uh, does it have to do with my special? Wait and see. Something tells me, yeah, it does. But uh, something's about to happen, and it is, uh, let's just say it's coming, and it's coming soon. So sit back and wait for that, all right? And check them out at allthingscomedy.com and follow them on Twitter at allthingscomedy. Let's get into this bitch today. Episode 339. I'm feeling good. It is pouring in New York. Just how I like it. Pouring and dark around 2 o'clock. You know, I love when it's pouring and dark in the afternoon here in New York. I love it. I love when it's dark and gloomy. Uh, although I just hydroplaned my car. I was like listening to music, having a good time, coming back. I've been in the car for five fucking hours today, and my day didn't even start. And I just hydroplaned, and it goes from like, hey, this is great. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I almost just got killed. It's because uh, I just, and, and there was a Mercedes truck coming at me as a hydroplane. So it was pretty scary. Uh, not to, uh, not, not to complain, but guys, I have had a day and it is only the afternoon. I was up at 530 in the morning, drive two and a half hours to court up in Saratoga, New York. All right. Had to drive all the way fucking back. Had a meeting in Saratoga for comedy, uh, and I have three shows in Manhattan tonight, not to mention my kids are going to be home off the bus really soon. All right, so I had a day. But, but, let me tell you what I did. And this is a really, this is a, a, a fun story. I wasn't going to save this story for, you know, for Patreon. Patreon, they get some stories, but I got to give you listeners, the Verzi Effect regulars, you guys got to get the good shit too. And uh, I think that this is an awesome story. At least it was for me. I will share this with you with what happened. Um, I have a knack for getting pulled over. I've always had a knack for being respectful to law and law enforcement, but always kind of every now and then having run-ins with them. I've been before every fucking judge in Westchester and Dutchess County uh, over the years. I just, I've had runs of bad luck with getting pulled over, and then I've gone years without getting pulled over. I was on one of those nice not being pulled over runs until when I was going to Sar uh, Saratoga. You guys know it was the story where I had just got the Lexus, and uh, they gave me the um, temporary registration on the, on the car. And I got pulled over speeding. And then he goes, you have another problem. Your registration is done. And he said, in the time I go to my uh, patrol car and write the ticket, I come back. You better be done on DMV online and have your, have your um, registration renewed or have to impound the car. And I wouldn't have been able to get to my gig. So I get that done. If you guys remember, I did the registration right there in front of the cop. He gives me the speeding ticket. And he says, you know, don't forget to send it in. And uh, I'm like, no, I'm going to do you one better. Not only am I not going to forget to send it in, I'm fighting the shit. I'm fighting it, okay? 
Listen to me. Fight every ticket. These fuckers don't think you're going to drive far. This is a scam. I've been to every I've been to so many courts in New York. You know what they want? They want their they want their 85 or 88 dollar surcharge on top of their fine. That's what they do. Okay? It is a racket what these people are doing. Okay? You know, it, it's so funny. It's so funny because they'll they'll be like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm getting excited about the story because I like it. So I postponed this because I was supposed to go in September. And I had a show. So I called up the I called up the clerk there. I called up the 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 town hall, uh, the the town court in Saratoga Springs, and I said, look, I'm a performer. I have a show I have to go to. I'm gonna fly be flying out of state. I, I'm not gonna be able to do it. No problem. Just send in blah, blah, blah. Send in whatever you need and then we'll send you another date. So date comes and it is January, I guess, 12th, right? It's January 12th today. So I'm not even thinking about this. I have it on the refrigerator and I haven't even been thinking about it. And then finally last night I go, oh my God, when is that court date? And I was luckily I had the papers out. I told my wife, I said, you got to get the kids on the bus. I got to go to Saratoga Springs. I look at the thing and it says, I need to be in the courtroom at 8.15. Yeah, I live two and a half hours away. So do the math. I'm like, oh my God. And I had a show last night. All right. I had a show, um, but I, I did my show. I came right home and I was actually smart. I went to bed pretty early. Right. So everything was, everything was good. So I wake up, not to my alarm, which was supposed to go off at 530. But my instinct, because that's what happens. You know when you need to be up and you don't need an alarm, your body knows? Well, luckily I went to bed early. Luckily I didn't drink. I popped up. I grabbed my phone to see, oh, when's the alarm going to go off? My phone died during my sleep. I go, oh, shit. I get up. It says 538. So I was okay. So I just, you know, got dressed, everything. I like leaving at that time. Everybody's sleeping. Everybody's quiet. And, uh... I get in the car and I drive two and a half hours. Guess what time the, the, the app says I'm going to be there? 8.15. Guess what time I got there? 8.15. So I walk into this courtroom and it is the nicest courtroom I've ever seen in my life. It was beautiful. It was old school. It was big. It actually looked like the courthouse in the movie My Cousin Vinny. So I remember sitting there and going, oh, this is different. Like, this was, like, legit. Like, this shit had, like, the jury. Bo- like, this wasn't, like, one of those things where, like, you know, you go to some shitty room in Jersey. You know, you ever been to one? <laughs> you know, or you go to one of those rooms where it's just like, like this was a courthouse. Like this was a, like in like a downtown little village. This was like a, this looked amazing, you know? And uh, I remember one time, oh my God, I don't want to forget this story. I don't want to forget this. Story. I'm going to tell the story. Fuck it. I may be all over the place with this one, guys. I remember I got in trouble in Jersey. I got a ticket in Jersey. And my... <laughs> My, uh, can I, I guess, can I could say this? Well, I'll just say somebody I know very close to me said, I'll help you get a lawyer and, uh, they'll help you get rid of the ticket. So I go and I'm waiting and the lawyer's there. He's like, yes, no problem. We're going to get this knocked down. Just, I'm going to walk up there and whatever the judge says, you just agree with and say yes. And we'll walk out of here and it'll be nothing. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. Great. And the, and <laughs> the fucking room is packed. The room's packed and I'm standing there. And I, I got a speeding ticket from a trooper who was a dick, dude. New Jersey troopers are dicks. Like, I mean, I've had a dick in New York, so I shouldn't just say Jersey. I had one really bad dick in New York. and But this dude in Jersey was fucking just angry from out of the car, pissed. And uh, I go into the courthouse, and, uh, you know, somebody says, uh, yeah, just, just agree with the judge and we'll get out, okay, no matter what he says. So I'm like, all right. So, yeah, Mr. Uh, Verzi, step up. I step up. And, uh, you know, the lawyer gets up and is like, yeah, you know, we talked about it. Everything's all right. And he goes, all right, Mr. Verzi, in front of a packed fucking house. He goes, all right, Mr. Verzi, I understand you um, you failed to get out of the way of a funeral procession. Is that right? And the whole place is looking at me. And I'm just like, yeah. And I'm looking at the lawyer like, what the, you guys couldn't have come up with something better? To, what kind of piece of shit? <laughs> doesn't get out of the way of a funeral. Like, you guys couldn't have mustered up something better. You know, even, like, failure to get out of the way of a, you know, an old lady crossing the street. This guy failed. You failed to get out of the way of a funeral procession. That's that's the shit you guys came up with in the room? 
What, and I'm just like, yeah, I guess. And I'm looking around. People must have been looking at me like, what kind of asshole? This, this Somebody died, and it's like their last ride in a fucking car. And this guy's up there. Yeah, that's what I did. I mean, I, give me the speeding ticket. I don't want to be that fucking dick, you know? I don't, <laughs> God forbid some family member of the guys whose funeral was there. Like, oh, that's the asshole who fucking, you know, screwed up our... I, 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 it, it was, it, and it just goes to show what kind of a joke... The system is the racket that it is. Just yeah, everybody get online, pay the eighty-five bucks. Um, so, but I was thankful for it. I just wish it wasn't a funeral procession. <laughs> and I just like, is that right, sir? And the guy's like nudging me, like, yeah, just say yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm the piece of shit that did that. Everybody, I'm the piece of shit that didn't let this guy have his last little fucking send off. He's probably like trying to drive around his home, and it didn't even happen. Like, that's the thing. Like, I wanted to be like, yeah. And then, like, as I'm walking out, look at people sitting there going, no, no, that shit didn't happen, though. That really didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, that could be a bit right there. Uh, so, anyway, I get to the court at 8.15, right when I'm supposed to. It's a beautiful court. And uh, I noticed that the judge... Is and I love court shit and law shit. I just do. Like I loved, always loved it in movies. I love the process. I love how I, I just love how the whole thing. Now I will say this: it's a little fucking weird calling a judge your honor. It's just some fucking asshole in a robe, you know. Like they took some test or they studied some. They got fucking promoted up and they're wearing a robe and it's your honor. It's like give me a fucking break, you know. Like your honor walking in a robe. Everybody rise. What are we in fucking gladiator times? Is Caesar's coming out? I mean, give me, it's it's a little silly. It is a little, let's be honest, it's a little silly that I fucking, so anyway, uh, the, the, the cop or bailiff, whatever you want to call it, goes, all right, all rise. And I noticed that the name of the judge on the ticket um, was a female. And I'm thinking, you know, 63-year-old, just butchy bitch. Like, I'm thinking this chick is going to come out and look like, you know, she's behind that thing. Guys, I shit you not, I was absolutely floored that, like, a th- it, I swear to God, it looked like a 29, 30-year-old woman, brunette, comes out. It, she looked like she was at a nightclub in Manhattan the night before. I, I could not believe how young. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, she's either going to be really tough and, like, that's why she got the job. Like, you're going to look at her and be like, oh, she's this chick that looks like she should be. Or she, you know, or or something. Like, you know, I don't know. I was like, there's going to be a reason. Because she just looked young. Like, that's the thing. It wasn't even, has nothing to do with that she was a female. I was, I, I've been in front of female judges before. I was just so taken back on the age. I'm like, how many years did she study? She must have fucking killed it. Like, she must have been so good at what she did so early. Because she looked like she was 30 years old. And then the way she handled people. And now the courthouse is packed. And when I tell you packed, I mean, I've ne- it was packed. Like, it w- it looked, you could have done a, like a great comedy show. This place was, I would say, close to, I mean, at one point when it was at the fullest, like maybe 100 people in there. Like 70, it was wild how many people were in there. And, you know, they're calling people up. And then the lawyers are all, all the lawyer cases go first. And I'm just sitting there. And uh, I'm dressed pretty nice. I have like a polo uh, on and like I didn't, you know, I didn't go, I didn't wear a suit, but I just looked presentable. I had a nice leather jacket on. I looked, I looked fine compared to some of these other people, which I'm going to get into after. And, uh, you know, and then they bring in the guys that are like in jail or had a warrant for their arrest. So these guys come in like fucking Hannibal Lecter in shackles, like not able to walk. And it's like, all right, what'd they do? Like they didn't pay a fuck. And uh, (laughs) this guy is just coughing and coughing and he's uh, uh, and like he's got really long hair he's getting all red in the face she's like oh you know you had a bench warrant you haven't been here in a year and a half where where he's like oh, I tried calling she's like for a year and a half you couldn't get in front of us he's like oh, I tried calling you know what are you going to do <laughs> and she set like bail for the guy and bond and all that and there was another guy who was like hammered I think and he just started going yeah with that misdemeanor thing and she goes no that's not what's on my desk sir this is something else. And he was like, yeah. And she goes, you keep talking about something different. And then she's like, uh, yeah, you listen, you got a restraining order. You can't go and see that woman anymore. You can't even be around her. There's going to be. Like, All right. 
And, uh, you know, there was a couple times I'm just sitting there and I'm smiling and, you know, but now I'm there for two hours. So I got there at 8.15. Now I'm there. It's almost 10.30 and I didn't get my name called. And now all the, all the fucking, you know, guys that were arrested that came in with police, they're done. And all the lawyer cases are done, but the room is still filled. And I'm like, I literally may be here from eight to 12. That's how long this is going. Like it's going ridiculously, ridiculously long. And I'm just sitting there and then everything was this. Here's what it was. Everything was this. Uh, oh yeah. So the prosecutor, whatever the, the guy who, you know, the, the guy from the district attorney's office goes, guys, uh, here's the, here's how this is going to work. We're going to call your name. You're going to sit in this table. I'm going to sit in this table. The judge is going to read your charges. And then, uh, if I can, I'm going to cut it down for you. Cut, maybe we could cut a deal and we'll go that way. So somebody would call like, Hey, John Smith. And then John Smith would sit down. All right, John, I see you got two tickets here. One for speeding, one for this. And then she looks over at the prosecutor, guys, anything you can do? Yeah, we'll take it down from a four-point ticket to a two-point ticket, blah, blah, blah. And the judge goes, okay, by admitting to, by agreeing to this, you're saying you don't need legal counsel and you're, you know, you're willing to do that. So what's your plea? The guy goes, guilty. All right, great. It's $88 at the door plus a 50-something dollar charge, 128, whatever the fuck it is. And, you know, and it was just the same thing. So you just sit there, you plea down. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then finally... Finally, she calls my name. She's like, come up here. And it was actually pretty intimidating how many people were there and listening. But I, I mean, I was already there for so long. I didn't care. I just wanted to get out. And, um, but what was intimidating more was the room, the room, the actual courtroom looked like, like a courtroom that I've never, like a courtroom that you do see on, on television. It was like a crazy legit looking. So I walk all the way up and I sit down and she's just going through papers and I didn't see her doing that before. And I'm sitting there and she goes, okay, you have two tickets here. Uh, One is for a speeding ticket, which you requested a written deposition for. And she goes, and the other is for um, unregistered, um, not having registration, which you also asked for a written deposition for and she's just scrolling through not looking at me and she was kind of looking at everybody else and I'm just going this is weird I'm just sitting there and like usually as soon as somebody sat down she would be like all right you got this you got that how do you want and she's just like saying what I got but she's also reading and going through stuff and I'm like all right this is weird and she goes well you asked for written depositions and I don't see any here there's no written depositions here. And she looks at the prosecutor and she goes, do you have anything for him? And he goes, no, I'm not opposed to dismissing. And she just goes, all right, Mr. Verzi, both of your tickets are dismissed. You're free to go. And I was the only one who didn't have to pay the $88 or, or anything. And I, I didn't say a fucking word. I had both tickets. I had like the papers on me. I had proof that the registration was renewed during the stop. And I was going to fight the speed that he said I was going anyway. And, uh, sure enough, uh, I just walk out there and I, I'm not going to lie. I, I actually felt good. I felt like, you know what? This two and a half hour drive was worth it. There's nothing on my fucking license. Here's what you do. I'm not a lawyer by any stretch of the imagination, but I will tell you this. And I've talked to police officers about this. Okay. These fucking people have a racket going right now. It's a racket. It's a way the town makes money. It's to get quotas. It's a bunch of bullshit. Here's what you do. You plead not guilty to every ticket and you request a written deposition for everything. They're not going to do it. You know why they're not going to do it? Because they don't want to do the fucking work. They're lazy. They don't want to do the work. They got all this big, tough, macho authority, right? Until you have fucking make them sit down and actually do some work and write. They don't want to do it. They don't show up if you do it or, or the majority of the time or definitely half the time they don't. So that's what you do. You want to get out of a ticket? You just look at it when you get pulled over as fuck. I'm going to have to take a little bit of a trip to get into this courtroom. But you do that. You plead not guilty and you say you want written depositions. Okay. And, and, and it, and it's going to get thrown out or, or, you know, sometimes it's going to get thrown out, but it's worth it. They don't want to do the work. You know what they want to do? They want to collect a surcharge and do all that. You know, and it was awesome. I walked out of there feeling like, I swear, I told my wife, I go, I feel like a fucking boss walking out of here. You know, just walking down the aisle too. And it was big. It was like a, like a church, like a wedding aisle. And I just walked down it and I was excited. 
And then I came out and had a shitty bagel uh, sandwich, uh, which was awful. I don't know why I, I, I should. I asked for eggs on a bagel and they were like the pre-made. It was gross. So I basically threw most of the eggs out. Anyway, I digress. That's what you do. And the weird thing was, and this was definitely something that I felt, and I'm almost 100% positive of it. The prosecutor guy, he didn't care. He was just like, whatever, let's move on to the next. The judge almost seemed, she was very nice, but they both kind of seemed like, all right, just get him out of here quick. It was almost as if they didn't like it, or it was almost as if it was just like, wow, like we don't have, like it was the first time ever that I was in court where I was like, you know, I requested something and, and they didn't have it. So it almost looked bad on them, if that makes sense. And I got to tell and I love nothing more. My wife will tell you, I love nothing more than winning when it comes to legal stuff. Like, I mean, I like, like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I like, I wanted to be a criminal in a past life or whatever, but I love, like one thing I used to love when I was younger was like, if I'd sat at a red light and nobody was there, I'd love going through it. I just felt great going through it and then not getting pulled over. I just have that. Maybe that's why one of my fantasies in this world is to rob a bank. I don't know, but to, to, to ask for a written deposition and have them not be able to do it and then them just look at me and I was the only one in this packed court that they were like, ah, oh, they're dismissed, you could walk out. Oh, God, it was amazing. It was amazing. Make sure you ask, okay, because a lot of these lazy fucks don't want to do anything, okay? They want to walk up to the car all tough, acting like this and acting like that. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Some of the guys are cool. Some of the guys are cool, but, you know, I'll make them work. And I, I take that sh- I don't, I, I make them, I'll fight. I'll drive three, four hours and fight the ticket. I will go to court. I will go to court. And if you get me going 75 and a 55, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight it down. You know, it's like you want to do it. Like you want everybody, you think everybody's going to just surrender and then plead not guilty. Fuck that. I mean, plead guilty. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I got to, I'm seriously like, maybe it's my pride. I don't care. I'm fighting it. I want, ripped, I want written depositions. I'm fighting it. Not guilty. What are we going to do? What are we going to do to knock this down? Sir, your honor. Your honor. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Your honor. I mean, like, you know, and it has nothing to do with her. She was nice. But like calling somebody your honor, you know, seeing lawyers all buttoning up scared, looking at them like, yeah, your honor, uh, my client here is, it's like, it's so ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt good. It felt great. And, uh, so that's what I did. And then I drove two and a half hours back after a meeting I had there. And, uh, it was worth the trip. It definitely was worth the trip. Now my unacceptable is very simple. The way some of these people dressed in a courtroom, one guy walked in and granted it was raining. This guy had like long hair. Like he had hair probably that came down to like his, maybe just a little higher than his shoulders. Soaking wet. No jacket, black t-shirt, just these like ugly jeans. Like this guy looked like a homeless guy who had to be somewhere and got rained on. I was just looking around and I'm just like, look, one guy had sweatpants and shit. Listen, I had jeans on, but I had like nice black jeans that kind of could have looked like slacks. I made sure that I looked okay. You know, I had a nice polo shirt on. I had a nice jacket. Like I'm not going to go in there with a suit when I'm, you know, upstate New York for a parking ticket. I get that. I'm totally with it. But some of these people look like, you're just like, what are you doing? And she was so lenient with some of these people. She's like, all right, you got possession of marijuana and this. We'll wipe the marijuana out if you plead guilty to this and take a deal. And it was just like, how serious is the charge? But if I, if I had a possession of marijuana charge, I wouldn't dress in like a ripped jean jacket and like, and if one guy had hair down to his back and it's like, at least put that shit in a man bun or a ponytail or something like this dude looked like he just rolled out of bed. You know, it was ridiculous how some of these people dress. You're in a courthouse, you know, and, and you may have to pay money and you may you get in front of a judge and the judge is going to look at you. And that's obviously a first impression, you know, and especially if you got a marijuana charge or you got something that's like, you can't look like that. It's unacceptable. This one guy looked ridiculous. And I'm sitting there a couple times, and I didn't mean to be rude, but a couple times, I don't know if just a comedian in me and thinking jokes. I think I even wrote a joke while I was sitting there. I wrote, I wrote a joke. What did I write down? I wrote something in my notes while I was sitting there. Um, 
Oh yeah, no, I was talking about the the uh, the funeral thing. I just remembered that in the courthouse, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I can't believe that like failure to get out of the way of a funeral procession. Um, but no, it's really it's really funny. I think I think that so much about court is funny. The fear that everybody has when they go in. You know, the, 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 and then this one, this one lawyer comes in and this guy must've been like six, eight, right? He comes in, he came in late with this other guy in shackles and they tried to cop a deal. And I think they did cop a deal for the guy to get free today, but he's going to be on probation or like, they're going to reevaluate the case or whatever. And like this lawyer came in and the lawyer looked young, but he was like six, eight, but the guy's suit, he just had an overly big suit. You know those people that you know it's his only suit. Listen, if you have one suit, if you have one suit, it obviously doesn't it's like it doesn't fit you if you either gain or lose weight. Like you know, you could just tell. Like this guy's he had fucking clown pants on with this over <laughs> oversized jacket and tie. He's like sweating, talking to the judge, sitting back. It was <laughs> it was fucking. Oh my god, I'm not gonna lie. I was sitting there nervous because it, it, it's it's nerve wracking. When you're in court, it's nerve wracking, and you know, you know, you know the <laughs> the judge is gonna say shit loud in front of a lot of people, and you're just like, you know, you gotta, cause like when I got naked in that emergency room, they said like I exposed my bare buttocks to a nurse, and like the whole place is like laughing and smirking. It's almost like, can I come up to the bench? Can I like, can we talk? Like, <laughs> can we just? I think we'll get more done if I could walk up and be like, yeah, I was fucked up, like I was drunk. I'm sorry. You know, you appreciate it, you know, not so far away, you know, <laughs> Mr. Johnson pulled out his dick and screamed, here it comes, whore, in a Denny's, sir, why did you do that, <laughs> well, you know, I was, I was drunk, I was just waiting for the moons over my hammy and something came over me, I pulled my pants down, it won't happen again, you're on, <laughs> it won't happen again, you're on, <laughs> Oh, God. So that was my morning, everybody. That was my morning, but I, I got no tickets. I got off the tickets. Uh, I'll tell you another thing I got off of. Cigar smoking. That's right. I'm cutting back big time, everybody. Big time. And the one thing I learned is enabling friends and no discipline will kill you. Because I got three shows in the city tonight. If one of my close friends calls up and says, hey, you want to meet up and smoke a stick? It's going to be very hard for me to say no. But I will say no. I will say no tonight. Um, what else do we got here? Did we see any uh, movies? No, we didn't. Oh, kids are getting off the bus soon. I cannot miss that. Um, yes, by the way, with the show, I will have guests. Uh, I was going to have um, a couple of... I have a couple of big guests coming on. It was just scheduling and the fact that I had to be up at 5.30 in the morning. I could not uh, risk... Um, missing that because the funny thing was I would have been like one of those guys in shackles if I missed the at first I was like man this is kind of I could have just sent in or called and some lawyers which I didn't know when a name got called the lawyer just showed up while the person wasn't there like yeah so-and-so couldn't make it today but I'm on their behalf and they just copped the deal without the person which I didn't know you can do um I mean obviously I didn't have a lawyer but then I'm like man should I have tried to figure something out and then, like, people that missed court, they were in shackles, and there would have been a bench warrant for my arrest. So if you say you're going to go to court and you want to fight it, especially if you postpone it, you got to show up. Because that would be, um, you know, that, that would not be good if you're just... Uh... But the one guy, the one guy who she was like, yeah, but we haven't seen you in a year and a half. Did you call? And he was like, yeah, I did call. I just, you know, I didn't get anybody. <laughs> guys, guys act like he's trying to get a reservation at a restaurant, he couldn't get, it's like, dude, it's, it's town hall in Saratoga Springs on Main Street, you know, you could, you could probably yell it from the street, and they'll fucking hear you, you could probably, be like, yo, I missed my day, can you guys mail it to one, two, three, <laughs> and they would have been like, they would have, they sent them a letter, uh, I'm giddy, guys, I don't know why I'm giddy, I'm in a, I'm in a giddy good mood right now, uh, all right, Let's let's move on here with the show. Um, this is episode three uh, three thirty nine, everybody. And um, I I I will tell you this: it looks like we get into a little sports here. It looks like 
the New York football giants are going to hire, um, looks like they're going to hire either the offensive or defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. So they're either going to hire Matt Patricia, who is the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots, who I didn't know is a legit rocket science. Like he's got a degree in that. Like he's like a rocket, like he's like a rocket science. Like it's, it's ridiculous how smart this guy is. And then you have, um, then you have uh, Josh McDaniel, the offensive coordinator for the Patriots, who did have a stint as a head coach in Denver and started out 6-0, and and then it all went to shit when they got rid of their quarterback. So I don't know, but it looks like it's going to be um, one of those guys, which I am, um, I'm totally fine with. What I'm not fine with is I watched a little of the Nick game, and uh, they lost another heartbreaker to the Bulls. That's three down to the last shot to the Bulls that they lost. However, I do not like that KP is saying that he's tired, like I said last week, but then I watched him, and something is wrong. He doesn't have energy. He's, something is off with this guy. His shot is falling a little short, which means his legs. I don't know what's going on, but he's getting, um, he's getting. you know, a buddy of mine said, yeah, it's because he's playing down low and he needs to start playing like a seven-foot guy who plays the wing and just shoots. And it's true. He needs. He's basically needs to play like a Ray Allen instead of a, uh, you know, a Joel Embiid or whatever. Um. So that's that's what I'm worried about with the Knicks because if that guy who is your star is tired and shit's going bad, it's not a good thing at all. I mean, that's that's your guy. So, um, yeah. Other than that, uh, Alabama beating Georgia. In the, um, I can't stand watching Nick Saban win. Alabama beats Georgia for the uh, national championship. And let's talk about these NFL playoffs, everybody. I'm not going to lie. I bet a little bit. Do you gamble out there? Why not? It's just playoffs. I went a little light. Told my wife about it, so relax. But I won, everybody. I took, I took the underdogs. I took the points. I took the bills, and I won. And then I took the Carolina Panthers, who also lost, but I won because I uh, got the points. And um, and this week, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars going into Pittsburgh. That's going to be, I think, a lot better of a game than people think. I know what people are thinking. Oh, fuck that. The Steelers are going to go in there and, uh, and beat them. The Steelers got the running back, which they do. They got the wide receiver, which they do. They got a good defense, which they do. And they got Big Ben, which they do. Let's not forget Jacksonville Jaguars have one of the best defenses in football. And uh, they held their opponent to only three points last week. I think this is going to be a really good game. I think you're looking at one big play from either team that's going to do it. Gun to my head. Gun to my head. Oh, my God, this is a tough one. I think... I think the lack of... quarterback skills with their arm of Blake Bortles. I think he's got a lot of skills with his legs and getting out of trouble and running. But I think the problem is... his um, his arm and staying in the pocket and throwing a good pass, uh, a big play. I think that that's where they're going to get exposed... I think the defense will keep them in the game, but ultimately with the running game and the wide receiver, I think Ben and them will do enough to win. I do have to see the point spread. Um, So it's actually not fair for me to talk about this without seeing the point spread. So how about we do that, everybody? I know this is on the gambling side of things, but uh, it's fun because then you could watch it and be like, oh, Verzi's full of shit or Verzi knows what he's talking about. However, make no mistake that I hit both games last week with teases. For you people that don't know what a tease is, it's you have to do two games, but if you do two games, you could play with the point spread six points each way. So if a team is uh, an underdog by seven points, you can tease that up to 13. And as long as they don't lose by 13, you win the bet. But you just have to do the same thing with six points with another game. Okay? So that's what I did with the Bills, and I did that with the um, Panthers. And I know you gamblers are like, yeah, Paul, who doesn't know what a fucking tease is? Okay, move on. A lot of people, you dick. All right, do you think somebody's fucking, you know, not everybody knows what a tease is. Here we go. Here are the odds. Okay. The 
Eagles are one and a half point underdogs at home against the Falcons. The Patriots are 13 and a half point favorites against the Titans. Right now, I do not see a line for Jacksonville. Is there a line for Jacksonville? Oh, wait. Oh, hold on. So the win has, I'm sorry. The Eagles are three point underdogs. The Patriots are 13 and a half point favorites. The Jaguars are seven and a half point underdogs. The Steelers are favored to win by seven and a half. And the Vikings are five point favorites at home against the Saints. Here's the bets I like. Are you ready? Here, here are the official Verzi picks for division weekend of the NFL. I will take. Oh my God, the fucking Eagles. The the hardest one of all of these. The hardest one of all of these is the um the Eagles and Falcons. Okay. I like the Jaguars getting seven and a half. I would tease that up to 13 and a half. So I would tease the Jaguars getting 13 and a half. And I would tease the Patriots down to seven and a half. Yeah, I think that that's a good, I think that that's a good tease. Okay, now, after that one, um, I like the, Fal- yeah, I like the Falcons straight up. I like the Falcons straight up minus three. And then the game that I really don't, the game that I really don't have any kind of feeling on is is the Saints and Vikes. You know, I think that that's a, a, a really just a flip of a coin. Vikings are minus five, which means they're favored by five. Um, they have a really good defense, so I wouldn't be surprised if either of those teams won. So I will say that uh, I will say, yeah, the Saints don't really have a ton of weapons. Drew Brees is really good, but if the Vikings get to him, I'll take the uh, I'll take the Vikings. So I will go Jaguars and uh, Patriots tease. I will say Falcons straight up. Oh, no, here's one. How about this? Falcons getting three in a tease. And, no, how about this? How about Eagles getting nine? That's the bet. Eagles getting nine. And Saints getting 11. So I'll do Eagles and Saints tease, Jacksonville Patriots tease. Now for you people that go, yeah, but Paul, I don't tease. I like to go straight up. Then straight up, I'll go Falcons. I'll go Patriots. I'll say Jaguars. And I would say Vikings. There you go. Those are the picks. The official Verzi Effect picks for the NFL's uh, divisional matchups, which, uh, I mean, it's always fun. And how depressing is Isn't it really depressing when the NFL season is over? When the NFL season's over, everybody's sad. People that love football are sad. Gambling degenerates are sad. Uh, <laughs> both gambling degenerates and people that love the NFL are sad. It just sucks. Then you just got to hope for a good basketball season, which it never is. Not in this city, everybody. Not in this city, for sure. Okay, so, uh, oh, somebody just walked in the room. Little girl named Sophia, Aaron Verzi, just walked in the room. You want to talk on the show, Soph? Yes. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so let me ask you something about school. Okay. Um, I heard something, so why don't, we, why don't we clear this up on the show? Um, is it true that you said somebody's in love with you? No. Tell me, you sure? All right. Well, I heard something, but you're not. You know, you're not. You no one's in love. Well, who threw themselves on the floor for you? Um. In preschool, um, there was kids that were fighting who was liked it? me. Talk in the microphone, right here. So yeah, there were kids in preschool fighting. Yeah, they really liked me because they thought like. 
they were messing around with me. And my mom says when people are messing around with me, it means they're in love with people. <laughs> okay. So mommy told you that if somebody's like messing around with you or bothering you, it means that they like you? Yeah. Yeah? Maybe that's how me and mommy got together. Was I was I messing with her? Or was she messing with me? I think she was probably messing with me, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, well, you're too young to, you know, you're too young to be in love, and nobody's going to, you know, we can't talk about that. I don't like anybody. Good, good, good. Um, I'm serious. I don't like anybody. Okay, all right. I believe you. Take it easy. Nobody. All right, all right. Um, oh, Lucas, Lucas Verzi just walked in. Lucas, do you want to jump in on this? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, are, sorry about baseball, people. No, we're not going to talk about baseball. She just said that because her brother came in, and she knows her brother likes baseball. But let's let's get serious for a second, Lucas. Um, are there any girls in the in in your class that, or any girl? Actually, we probably shouldn't mention names. But are there any girls in the class that mess with you because they like you? Yes. Yeah, they do. Cause you're a handsome boy, right? Yeah, you're crushing it. You crushing it? I don't know. Um, but are the girls mean when they try to, are the girls mean when they mess with you? Like when, like when they like you, are they mean? Of course. Sometimes. Yeah. What are they, like, what is a girl that likes you? Like, what do they do? They try to, do they yell or? They do weird stuff. They act weird. How do they act? They do weird things and sometimes they do. Why are you talking so low? I don't know. They do weird things? Because this is an odd thing to talk about. All right. Jeez. You didn't have to make it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, Sophia was just saying that a couple of kids were fight messing with her that were in love with her in preschool. But you're not. You just you're into sports, right? Yeah. All right. All right, guys. This uh, I'm yeah. Keep talking. What? I'm gonna keep talking about random stuff. You want to talk about random stuff on the yeah, show? Yeah, I want to talk about my flag game tomorrow. All right. Tell everybody you got a flag football game. I have a flag football game tomorrow, and a baseball clinic, and a basketball game. <laughs> And we're gonna win them all. Oh wait a minute! Except the baseball clinic. Wait a minute! He's got a he's got a baseball clinic that you just realized. You just told me what I have to do tomorrow. I have four shows tomorrow night, but beforehand we got to go to a baseball clinic, a flag football game, and and a basketball game. You're not gonna be at my flag game because it's late. It's at six to seven. All right. Why don't you tell everybody on the show what kind of a crappy dad I am? Jeez, Lucas, I'm gonna try to do my best to be there. <laughs> You're not gonna be in my game because you gotta work late. It's like, all right, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be there. Have I not? I, tell me, am I at most things? Yes, you are. Yeah. It's just because you have to work. Yeah, it's because I have to work. And Sophia likes when I leave, right, Soph? No, I want to stay. All right, all right, all right. Don't talk. Don't yell like that. Don't yell like that. All right, guys. You know what? How about this? You guys go. I gotta finish the show. Can we come back? Though? Yeah, yeah. Go, go inside for five minutes. Go I gotta finish. Back. All right, Sophia, go inside with your brother. I gotta finish the show. Bye. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, well, not sorry. I love my kids, but you know, we got to uh, we got to wrap this up here. If only our lives were that simple, right? If only our lives were that simple, where you got to worry about, you know, the biggest thing of your day is, um, you know, the biggest thing of your day is some girl, you know, throwing slime at you because she's in love with you, and then. Um, Guys, all right, enough. And don't get stuff all over the house. Do your kids eat after school like they've been starving in a prison for a month? My kids eat like after school. My kids come home and you would think that they were being tortured and starved. For I mean, they rip through shit like I've not seen. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? That was my little girl Sophie going, don't say shit, dad. And then just runs away. Um, oh my God, that's funny. Don't say shit, daddy. Bye. Um, I don't know, guys. I, we got thrown. We were doing NFL picks and my daughter came in here and, uh, I don't know. What else is it? Oh, here's one. Did, uh, <laughs> did Trump, did Trump call something a shithole? Cause I just looked at, I looked at a headline and it just, <laughs> it just said Trump denies shithole comment. And I just bursted out laughing. It's just never, ever going to go away. But here's something that, uh, here's something. It's like a, it's like a, it's just the, the way people talk about this. It's like, I think it's finally getting old. I really do. 
I think it's finally getting old. Okay, and one unacceptable, really, guys, and this is really crazy, and I'm being serious. This guy, um, Genuine, I don't know if you guys remember, but Genuine was an R&B singer, like, and you would know the songs, right? I mean, he was like, he was like, let's try to find his, what songs did he have? Genuine, <laughs> I don't know, what the, am I saying that right? Gen... Genuine. Come on. I'm not spelling it wrong. Spelling it like W-I-N-E. But this guy. No. No. Singer. R&B singer. R. What songs did Genuine have? All right. Hold on. Songs from Gen. Yeah, here we go. Genuine. What were some of the songs? My whole life has changed. Oh, Pony. Okay, so this is genuine, right? Let's see. No, we don't want to hear this. Here we go. Let's see if this is the guy. So you guys would know who I'm talking about, but he was an R&B singer. Ready? Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. This is genuine. Yeah. All right. Okay, so this guy, this R&B singer from when I was probably in school. Um, anyway, he said that uh, I guess he's in a, he's in a, a reality show, and he said that he was not into. I guess there was a transsexual person on the on the um, on the show, and um, you know he didn't want to kiss. And they were like, oh my God, he just, you know, and like people were like a certain group. And the nice thing is most people are coming to his defense. Most people are saying it, but there is a group out there, you know, that's just like, oh my God, what is he transphobic? And it's like, wait a minute, somebody has to feel comfortable kissing anybody now, or there, there's a phobe, there's a phobia. It's like, it just, it was so ridiculous. And another thing that really drove me nuts this week is, uh, uh, President Trump was at the national championship game, uh, Alabama and Georgia, and he walked out to center field. Uh, he walked out to midfield for the for the anthem, and he's singing the anthem. And like, so I'm listening to things, and people are like, oh, one guy goes, wow, that place got really loud for him. There's a lot of people in this country, meaning that it was positive feedback for him. Then somebody said, watching Trump get booed at the national anthem was great. So I'm just like, I just want to see for myself because I'm hearing two sides. And it was literally, now granted, they're in Atlanta, they're in Georgia, so I get it. But like, the reports that he was getting booed were wrong. Yes, there were people booing, but it was like 60-40 at worst for him. It might have even been 70-30 for him. The place got loud and roared for him. And again, granted... I'm not a Trump supporter. I didn't vote for the guy. I think the guy does acts like a buffoon like half the time. I'm 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 not trying, but it's just the lies. It's just like oh we got booed. It's like no. What happened was the place went nuts for him, and then the people that didn't like him tried to come in and say you know tried to boo, and tried to be like no we don't like him you know so even though you guys do we don't. But to act like oh my god he got booed together, like he did by no means did he. And then that's why I don't believe anything. It's just like, it's like, don't say it. What really happened? And what really happened was the people went nuts for him. That's what really happened. You know, and then there was groups that booed, of course. You know, and I'm not saying not rightfully so. I'm just saying when the reports come out, like, it's so great seeing everybody. It's like, I don't know. Because if there was a vote in that stadium, he wins big. Big. And, you know, so I'm done with the headlines. But it was just, and then and then, <laughs> and then I just read... Trump denies a shithole remark, and I just bursted out laughing. Like, it's just not going to go away for another four years. We are in for just hilarity. And listen, you got to laugh to keep from crying or worrying. <laughs> you got to just laugh. When is the last time we had a president that had said, like, President so-and-so denies shithole remark? Like, it's just so, it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Because you know he's probably back going, that place is a shithole, nobody cares. And you're just like, what? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, you want to know the funny thing is? It probably is a shithole and nobody does care. That's the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing. If that was like your uncle, and again, I'm not trying to defend any kind of, you know, rude behavior from a leader. I'm really not. But just the overly like, that is true. If you had an uncle or a family member, and I know that they're not running a country and they're, you know, the face of America. I get that. But if you had that person over and you're like, oh my God, we went to this place. What a shithole. You would laugh and be like, yeah, you probably would agree. Like people are putting memes up going, calling a country a shithole is not racist. Uh, (laughs) It's based on economics and government, not the color of somebody's skin. But like, if, if, you know, it's, it's like, you can't get, like, I'm not like, honestly, are you that mad? Like the, to, to be outraged by the president calling a place a shithole. I think there's actually something human and normal to that. You know, now it doesn't bold well for him because he has like nuclear weapon, like big dick tweets about nuclear weapons with, with other leaders. But the, the, the shithole comment doesn't make me at all angry at all. Like he called that is just shithole, you know, come on, Elizabeth, New Jersey, you know, no, what did he say? Come on. What did he say? Please, please tell me the history of, okay. It says here, what did he call a shithole? Where are you from? The president asked, according to two officials with direct knowledge of the exchange. Uh, oh, Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria. No, what did he say? Oh, I don't even, I don't even see it. That's, that's how funny that I thought it was that I didn't even care. Oh, he used it. I guess he used it for multiple countries. The exchange was disclosed to NBC News um, amid backlash from reports that Trump used the phrase shithole countries in referring to African... Lloyd, stop. In referring to African nations and questioned why U.S. should allow in more people from Haiti. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, when you, like, when it starts to get to, like, certain people, like, that, that's, like, you shouldn't say that. Like, oh, I don't want more people from Haiti coming in. That's ridiculous. But to say some sh- countries are shitholes, I, I mean... It's just, you just shouldn't talk like that as a president, but I'm not that mad. I'm really not that mad. Um, but yeah, it is, it is just, I mean, but you, I mean, come on. I think every president at one point or another, you know, you mean to tell me that Bill Clinton wasn't eating dinner with Hillary in the nineties? Like they should get rid of that place altogether. You know, there's definitely that, (laughs) that had to happen. I tell you what, I ain't going to that shithole. <laughs> Air Force One ain't gonna land there. Uh, not for old Bubba. I don't know. I just feel. I just at the end of that tailed off into Obama. Um, <laughs> uh, you know that every president has said something that if they were probably like, wow, you know, imagine what Reagan used to mutter to Nancy, rest their souls. You know, before uh, technology and like internet and all that. Who, Lord knows what that guy used to say. I'm going to wash my hands, Nance. <laughs> I don't know why this is turning into just bad presidential impressions. They're kind of good. They're kind of good. I'll tell you, Nance. Uh, that food in China has got me shitting something fierce, Nance. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. This thing is... Uh, I can't really do Obama, you know? He's not really like, tell you what, Michelle, I got diarrhea because Nigeria is a shithole. (laughs) I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway. Oh, my God. 58 minutes. Guys, send in your unacceptables. Send in your unacceptables, and I'll do like a, I'll do like a handful of really good ones next week. I'm sorry, um, and yes, I do plan to have um, Sal Vicano from Practical Jokers uh, next week. We're trying to get this done. It's just my schedule, and then his schedule. He's he does stand up too. He's not just on the show; he does stand up. So it's just been crazy. Um, but he's going to be on the show. Maybe we'll read some of your unacceptables with him and stuff like that. So shout you out while, while Sal is on the show and all that stuff. So you send that to uh, unacceptables for TVE at Gmail. Please, guys, uh, definitely support my amazing sponsors, Chassis for Men. Go to chassisformen.com for the best, um, just unbelievable uh, powder for your uh, man parts, the, uh, 
the man care for down there in uh, in Chassis is is unbelievable, and it is the best. So go to the uh, chassisformen.com and uh, get your balls right, get them soft, get them smelling right, get them dry, and uh, you will uh, you'll be thanking me. You'll be walking around the house naked with just fresh balls. Um, go to oh my god, are my kids listening? Oh my god, dude, that would have been the worst. I thought my daughter was right there. I'm like, yeah, walk around with your, you know, nice powdered balls around. Um, uh, City Living Dog, check out Coach Mike and City Living Dog, and check out all things comedy, guys. Um, yes, no movies. For the plugs, please check out, I have a ton of dates um, coming up. You could check them out at paulverzi.com. A lot of stuff is coming in right now. I have um, three shows tonight in New York City, four shows uh, tomorrow in New York City. I have shows next week in New York City at The Stand. This week I'm at Stand Up New York, Dangerfields, New York Comedy Club. Next week I'm at The Stand. So I'm just running around the city getting um, these new jokes out there. So please uh, check out my website. Follow me on Twitter at Paul Verzi. And guys, guess what? That's right. I am new to Instagram, but I am on there. And I already got, I got a couple thousand people in like a couple of days. I'm trying to get it up. I, I just trying to, hey, I'm trying to get it up, okay? No, I'm trying to get, um, trying to get it to where my Twitter is, you know, and, and, and just continue to build. But right when I started getting decent there, something else came up. Who knows? I'm probably going to build up my Instagram and then something's going to come up like InstaFace shit, whatever. And, you know. Um, but yeah, check me out on Instagram, follow me there, I'm definitely into it now, doing it more, um, and there you go, so check, check all those things out, thank you so much, this has been episode 339, next week I will have a guest, and you will get some extra Patreons, uh, for, uh, the new subscribers, thank you, uh, tell other people you'll get another interview on there, and, uh, just updates and all that stuff, uh, from me, so thanks so much guys, until, uh, episode 340, I am out of here.